0: I find it disconcerting. There will be an appropriate time and a place to review policy. What does this rapporteur even do? The liberals and conservatives want to play a political game and score points. I think it's pretty self-explanatory.
1: You're actually sharing half of the story. Life, Alex Pearson with you. This is 1045 here on, on the Alex Pearson Show, and this is the time of the week when we bring in our friend, Mr. Tom Korski, who is the uh, editing manager over at Black Locks Reporter, to fill us in on all the fine print. Hello, Mr. Tom. Hi, Alex. I was talking about these highly suspicious and abnormal activities um, that Michael Chong was yet a target again, uh, you know, as an MP. So it, it, I guess the good news here is that Cabinet finally admits they might have a problem.
0: This is a big deal. Only three Ah. months ago, an MP, former MP by the name of Kenny Chu, Stevenson, uh, Richmond, East, British Columbia, testified in House Affairs Committee. And he said, this is what happened to me. Don't you see? And Mr. Chu blamed his loss in the 2021 election on a, a black ops campaign run by, he believed, operatives working out of the Chinese consulate in Vancouver who spread lies Mm -hmm. and disinformation on um, Chinese language social media platforms. Well, what did people say? Kenny's a sore loser. You don't have any proof. How do we know what you're saying is true? Now we have Cabinet, for the first time, acknowledging it is highly probable the Chinese embassy right here in Ottawa is still up to hijinks. In other words, as you mentioned, targeting a member of Parliament. So the question then becomes, when is it we were planning to take out the garbage then? Cabinet has a national police force. They have all these experts in cybersecurity they have the big machine over at the department of foreign affairs and they know where the chinese ambassador lives so w- what was the plan now alex was it just to send out ironic news releases in future elections and say oh they did it again what, what was yeah. The- yeah yeah exactly yeah, I don't, rhetorical I, question I don't
1: know. yeah i don't i don't know what the point is because Uh, We haven't had, um, you know, an inquiry. We haven't had any information. We're not getting to the bottom of anything. And it's like they just all want this to go away. And I guess maybe if them reporting it at least now, at least they're saying something about it, is their way of getting away with this. Uh, It it doesn't fly.
0: No, you're getting close to also felonies under elections law. Uh, These uh, uh, disinformation uh, posts on... uh on WeChat targeted MP Michael Chung. He was not a candidate at the time in by-elections in June. But if that happened in a general election, you're running into three uh, clauses, uh, provisions of elections law. Uh, Undeclared campaign uh, contributions in kind, against a particular party, disinformation against a particular candidate or party, and unregistered third-party participant in a campaign. People have gone to jail for less in this country. I I don't want to be crude, Alex. The implication is that cabinet is okay with this as long as it's the opposition that's getting the stick. Just putting aside ethics or morality... That's a very dangerous game because it means you always have to win. The day you stop winning, your opponents will throttle you and someone is going to prison. I don't understand what it is about this that cabinet doesn't get. You're almost now abetting election crimes. It has to stop, Alex. They, they won't stop it.
1: Yeah, well, neither will Elections Canada because they don't even say if they're oh, looking into it. And then when they do look into it, it takes about 9 years. And so look, if you're a guy like yeah, if you're a guy like Dean Delmas or you can be assured of getting the longest walking shot with uh, you know, chains and um, handcuffs on if you you know, bring in too much campaigning money, but if China comes like, along and uh, breaks all the rules, nothing to see here. Uh, that's just, I think, how a lot of people are seeing this. It's just well, this is what happened get. at the
0: House Affairs Committee. Absolutely. Elections Canada stared at its shoes and says, we don't see any <laughs> evidence. And the Commissioner of Elections said, I don't have any comment. And the Maokies sat there, I'm quoting accurately, and said, we get our leads from media. Because it's not like we have guns and wiretaps. I mean, this is this is beyond us. So we, we, we eat donuts and read the newspaper. I mean, look sharp, honestly.
1: Yeah, they got a bigger budget than we do. I'm like, you guys are the ones who got all the money. <laughs> do, do your job. Yeah, I hear you. But then this other report, like they're actually kicking people out. Uh, but we still, to, according to like, the diplomats, we still have the, the most diplomats, the most Chinese diplomats of like any country, like quadruple what America has. And we, a few of them are left, but, but again, we still have lots. We have far too many. Uh, in Toronto
0: alone, Spy Central, according to the uh, the last expulsion of a diplomat, was right at the Toronto consulate. More Chinese diplomats, quote-unquote, I'm using air quotes, in, in, in Toronto, than there are with the American consulate. <laughs> Forget about any other country. And yet... We see just because they published in uh, uh, dated July, a report routine registry by the Department of Foreign Affairs, where they track by name, number of foreign diplomats for all the countries and territories of the world who have representatives in Canada. Isn't this odd? A quarter of the staff Mm -hmm. at the Chinese consulate in Toronto went home. Since the last election, I wonder why. A quarter. Mm Mm-hmm. They're down 26% of Chinese, air quotes, diplomats who got out of town while the getting was good.
1: Yeah, well, in China, there's still lots there. There's still lots left. Don't worry. Don't worry, Tom. <laughs> Um, meanwhile, meanwhile, you've got, uh, Ottawa and Toronto lobbyists. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting to me because they all in the East love to kick Alberta around, right? Like Alberta, you just kick them around, no problem here. But when Stampede comes, it's like everyone heads West because they love Alberta then. They love Calgary then. And all the lobbyists, all the connected, they all go and uh, eat the pancakes and play cowboy. Uh, that's what they love. It They love Alberta when there's money rolling in, but not so this much. Is
0: inter- this is interesting. I'll tell you why I think this matters. So the Prime mm-hmm. Minister had his annual uh, Liberal Party fundraiser at the Calgary Stampede. Turns out more than half the attendees were from out of town and there was a suspiciously high number of lobbyists from Ottawa and Toronto and political aides. Well, that tells me you're having trouble scraping up fundraising in Alberta. Why does that? So why does that <laughs> matter to the country? I'll tell you why? You have two seats in Alberta now for the Liberal Party, one in Calgary Skyview, George Shahaw, the other in Edmonton, Associate mm-hmm. Minister Wasson. Now, both of them have complained about redistricting of their ridings, and those redistrictings will occur next year. They don't like it. And in, the word on the street is blossom and I'll forget it about getting reelected <laughs> in Edmonton. On top of that, Alberta gains three new seats in places like Airdrie, north of Calgary. Now, mm-hmm. Airdrie, Alex, it yeah. is not a liberal totally. hotbed. You're not talking <laughs> five <laughs> seats in play in Alberta alone in a minority government. That starts to get a little close. Multiply that by 10 provinces. That's why you're not having an election in the Im- immediate future. The liberals have lots to worry about.
1: Oh, oh, they do indeed. No question about it. So uh, maybe... Uh Maybe the Prime Minister will take a walk in the snow earlier than the snow falls. I don't know. Um, I'm out of time, though, Tom. I wish I wasn't, because I wanted to talk to you about the geese. I'm going to pocket that one for next week, because I'm not sure why we have to subsidize. <laughs> Classic. Geese. Thanks, Alex. Yeah? No? All right, you have a good one. Tom Korski joining us. Of course, he's with Black Locks, subscription base. They do deliver every single time. And, yeah, he's got an interesting story on our subsidization of farm geese on Hudson Bay. I... I- I I didn't know they had such a problem not having geese there.